Hello. Welcome to this audio recording of the most recent article from warhornmedia.com. This is episode 114, and the title is 10th Presbyterian Church and Grace, quote, Independence, unquote. It's by Tim Bailey. I'm also your reader. The date is December 13, 2023. The organization Grace is a crisis management company frequently hired by Christian churches who have attained public notoriety for various forms of abuse of women and men, girls and boys. Grace is brought in to manage the crisis by investigating the bad actors, then making recommendations for cleaning up the church's public image. Grace sells itself as an impartial business that can be trusted to root out abusers of authority. At the center of their marketing is their claim of objectivity in their research and the reports they write up for their clients. For instance, on their page promoting their, quote, independent investigations, unquote, they tell prospective clients repeatedly that they're independent, quote, unquote, and, quote, objective, unquote. The page contains a table comparing what they offer to what others offer who are engaged in this same work. Here are the first lines of their table on that page. And then there's a picture of their marketing copy, which is a table which compares Grace, their organization, to law firms, to other investigation providers, and to internal church leadership. The first horizontal line is expertise, the second horizontal line is independent, and the third is objective. So if you want to, you can go online and actually see that graph or that table. Up in the top right of this table, note that Grace, the organization, declares the expertise in exposing and stopping abuse possessed by officers of Christ's church as, quote, none, unquote. This is how Grace sells themselves to prospective clients. Grace lives off this declaration they make that the officers of Christ's church have no, quote, expertise, unquote, in guarding their sheep. Prospective clients find this reassuring. They might say to themselves, they're the experts. This is too hard and dangerous for us. We need to be about the work of the kingdom, preaching and baptizing and celebrating the Eucharist, putting together the order of worship, doing weddings and funerals. We don't have time for this stuff. Anyhow, it's so messy. They're the experts. Let them do it. And that's my hypothetical. Next, though, note in this same table above what the organization Grace claims concerning who is objective in their investigations. Is Grace objective? Yes. Is the church objective? No. Why not? Well, this is what they say, because, quote, the church leadership directly conducts or oversees investigation, unquote. 
Now let's think about this for a second. Somebody has to do the investigation, right? Why is it impossible for the officers of Christ Church set apart for the feeding and guarding and protection of Christ's sheep to find out and stop abuse of their sheep and lambs? Are all church officers stupid, blind and deaf, illiterate, hypocrites, careless of the sheep, loveless toward the sheep? Do church officers not fear God in the knowledge that one day we will stand before our Lord and give an accounting for those precious ones he purchased with his own blood? Do the officers of Christ's church not remember what Jesus reported to his Father concerning his own work, protecting his sheep just before his death during his high priestly prayer? He prayed this, John 17, verse 12. While I was with them, I was keeping them in your name, which you have given me, and I guarded them, and not one of them perished, unquote. What audacity Grace has, telling everyone they are the trustworthy ones, and the pastors, elders, deacons, and older women of the church are not trustworthy. Why can Grace be trusted? Well, because Grace is objective, Why can't the church be trusted? Well, because the church is not objective. Have Grace's employees read Acts 20, where the Apostle Paul reminds his former elders of Ephesus what faithfulness he showed in his pastoral work? He says there in Acts chapter 20, verses 26 and following, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all men, For I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole purpose of God. Be on guard for yourselves and for all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, unquote. How does Grace get away with trashing the officers of Christ's church in this way? Has not God set apart pastors, elders, deacons, and their wives to guard his flock? Where does Scripture declare this to be the work of some parachurch organization? What is never said but must be is that Grace is a business seeking clients. Here is a screenshot from the final page of their 2022 annual report, and I have this online. Uh, It has a pie chart of the revenue, a total of 1,062,994 for 2022. Um, Charitable giving comprises 176,000 of that, 1,000,000, almost 100,000. Um, grants comprise 35,000, safeguarding 181,000, and institutional response 661,000. <clears> and so then they have a statement about net revenue. In 2022, we operated with negative uh, 93,000 in net revenues. Um, they have uh, a statement about, there are several other statements. You go online and look at uh, that page from their annual report. But let me continue what I have to say about this. 
Of their total, quote, revenue, unquote, of 1063000 only one-fifth, 200000 came from gifts and grants. Where did the rest of their revenue come from? Well, it came from what they label institutional response, quote-unquote, and, quote, safeguarding, unquote. Payments are not gifts and grants. Payments are what someone hiring you pays you for your work. And what is Grace's work? Well, Grace's work is producing reports such as the following, and their first word in their title declares their absolute integrity and objectivity. And then a a screenshot of the front page of their report with 10th Prez, the first word in big, bold letters is independent investigation of 10th Presbyterian Church. So grace vaunts its own independence. But independence of what or whom? Are they claiming to be independent of Pennsylvania's law enforcement and judiciary? Are they claiming to be independent of Philly's DHS, Department of Human Services? Independent of 10th's denomination, the Presbyterian Church in America? Independent of 10th's local church governing body, Philadelphia Presbytery? Maybe Grace is speaking only of local church authority when it claims it has produced a, quote, independent report, unquote. Now, of course, they are only speaking of the local church when they claim independence. This is the significance of this word independent that's ubiquitous across Grace's website. But is their claim of independence from the local churches they investigate true? From the fact document, the Frequently Asked Questions document, linked to Grace's page labeled Independent Investigation, let me read a little bit. First of all, the question is, what is a third-party Grace investigation? The answer is, quote, Grace conducts independent third-party investigations devoted to pursuing the truth. As investigators, we follow the facts wherever they may lead. Being independent means that Grace investigators are never directed or controlled by any person or institution, including the institution that requests the investigation. So that's what they say, but then I ask the question, how does one little change of a word open up our understanding of the above, what I just read? Let me read it again, making that word change. Being independent, quote, being independent means that grace investigators are never directed or controlled by the institution that purchases the investigation. What they wrote is not that. They wrote that they're never directed or controlled. But what about if they purchase the investigation? Wait a second, doesn't Grace sign something they label a, quote, engagement agreement with every church they investigate? And doesn't that agreement limit Grace's investigation to what their client wants that limit to be? And, and therefore, don't they sign a contract saying what they won't investigate, how many years they won't go back to or forward to? And so again, let me read from the Grace Fact document, the Frequently Asked Questions. 
about their independent investigations, the frequently asked question is, what does the scope of an investigation usually cover? And they answer, quote, some institutions ask Grace to evaluate the institution's culture and environment, which includes understanding how the institution has historically responded to allegations of misconduct over time. Other times, an investigation is more narrowly defined in scope, and Grace is asked to investigate specific allegations about a particular person or a particular set of circumstances at a specific point in time. In either case, we provide feedback and and analysis relevant to the scope of the investigation, unquote. Huh, scope of the investigation. Sounds innocuous until the reader realizes this, quote, scope, unquote, limits Grace's investigation to what their client agrees to in the, quote, engagement agreement, unquote. What is this engagement agreement? It's the contract the church and grace negotiate and sign before the church pays grace. When grace sells its expert services for money, then claims they're independent in their work investigating and reporting on the very people paying them, it's an indication of how credulous evangelicals are today. How does grace get away with it being not being questioned or challenged on this. Well, Grace knows that they can make these claims with impunity because the project we're all about today is rebelling against and destroying proper God-ordained authority. Grace is merely being very helpful in that project. Their real product that matters to the wider evangelical community isn't simply write-ups on this and that abuse at this and that church, but the underlying message constant in their work and adds that the church and her officers are incapable of protecting their sheep and can't, shouldn't, must not be trusted with that work. What work? The work of protecting Christ's sheep and lambs. And no one wants to think about the fact that grace gets paid to spin this tale. Yet, grace has agreed beforehand, and their pay is conditional upon their keeping that agreement, that they will direct their investigation and limit it to the scope the church hiring them has negotiated with them. One final thing missed until just now as I was wrapping up this article. Take another look above at the financial page from Grace's 2022 annual report. Look at the right side middle, and then I reproduce the right side middle. And it's a box, and the box says this in very large letters, more than $146,000 in discounts given for investigations and assessments, unquote discounts on, quote, investigations, unquote. In other words, churches pay for their own investigation and limit that investigation as they choose. Then, sometimes grace helps them with their payment by giving them a discount. But that they are paid by those they investigate could not be more clear. 
Journalists have a maxim, follow the money. Musicians have a maxim, he who pays the piper calls the tune. There's no question many church officers fail to guard and protect their sheep. There's no question that when such failures grow to the point of needing outside help, other church officers must be brought in to help right the ship. This is biblical. This is what the New Testament epistles demonstrate and command repeatedly. This is what Acts 15 documents exhaustively. My recommendation is leave it to parachurch organizations to hire and pay grace for crisis management, not the church. Thank you for listening. Do us a favor. Tell your friends about this podcast of articles from warhornmedia.com. Also, if you're able, please support this work. Go to warhornmedia.com and click on the Patreon link. This is Pastor Tim Bailey. Until next time, God willing. <laughs>